Welcome to the Feed Your Soul Gospel Reflections Podcast, presented by Dynamic Catholic. Over the next several minutes, you will receive inspiration and encouragement. We hope will meet you where you are and lead you to where God is calling you to be. For more great content like this, or to experience this program in video format, go to dynamiccatholic.com. In the Gospels, we essentially meet three types of people. The first type are the blind. These are the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the Romans, the Gentiles, and all the people who make up the mob that ultimately advocate for the death of Jesus. For whatever reason, they're blind. They cannot see who Jesus is. It doesn't matter how many miracles he performs or how brilliant his wisdom is. They refuse to see him. C.S. Lewis once said that the test of being in the presence of God is that you either forget yourself altogether or you see yourself as a small, dirty object. It is better to forget yourself altogether. But as an example, let's look at blind Pontius Pilate, because he was intimately in the presence of God, yet he seemingly didn't experience either self-forgetfulness or the sense that he was small. He was spiritually blind. He had no idea that he was talking to Jesus, the King of Kings and the God of the universe. I mean, how many people are there in our world who have that kind of blindness? Maybe more appropriately, how often in my life Am I blind to Jesus? Well, the second type of person is the committed one. All right, this would be the ones who at least first do what Lewis says and forget themselves in the presence of God and do what he says. And you see that today in Peter, Andrew, James, and John. They get in the presence of Jesus. They have some real sense of who he is. And they literally drop all that they're doing and everyone that they're with and all the responsibilities that they have. And they follow Jesus essentially ignoring any possible consequences. James, Andrew, John, and Peter, they're committed. They're all in. They don't turn back. They don't ask what the plan for food or shelter or anything is. Like, they're committed. Jesus said, follow me, so I'm going to do it. Then there's the third group. I like to call this group the kind of group. These are the people who Jesus encounters who say things like, yes, Jesus, I will follow you, kind of, Just let me go take care of this thing over here first, and then I'll follow you. Or the group that's fair-weather friends. Jesus, I'll follow you so long as you do miracles. Or Jesus, I'll follow you kinda. I'll follow you as long as I think you're going to lead a revolution that I'm comfortable with. Today, you know you're a kind of person when you say things like, yeah, I kind of want to get in better shape, so I'll kind of work out. Just not that much. Or, I kind of want to eat healthy. I mean, I don't want to give up eating fast food and drinking soda or binge drinking from time to time on the weekends. I just kind of want to be healthy. Or perhaps, tragically, yeah, I kind of want to follow my dreams. I want to write a book. I want to be known as an author, but I don't really want to wake up before the dawn to do it. A mark of the comfortable life, or at least that I am too comfortable in my life, is that I end up being kind of about everything, especially the important things like Am I a good dad? Kinda. Am I an attentive husband? Kinda. Do I work hard and work well? Kinda. Do I follow Jesus without exception? Yikes. Kinda. So what type of person are you? Which one of the three? Are you committed? Are you a kinda? Or are you blind? I think if I'm honest with myself, I have to say, at different times, I'm all three. I fluctuate between them. And I think if you look at Jesus' disciples, they fluctuated 
between all three too. As they followed Jesus, they went through periods of total blindness, periods of kinda, yeah, Jesus, I'm gonna follow you to the ends of the earth. Oh, the crucifixion, kinda. And then periods of total commitment. I think part of the reason why is because we forget. Like we forget what's at stake. In the book of Deuteronomy, there's this absurd line. It has God saying, I set before you life or death, blessing or curse, therefore choose life. I mean, that's absurd, right? Like who would ever choose death and curse over life and blessing? Yet that's precisely what's at stake whenever someone is invited to follow Jesus. When we're invited to follow him in the big moments, like when we first hear his call, it's there. But it's also there in little moments, like remembering that today is the anniversary of the passing of your annoying neighbor's husband who talks too much. And we have to figure out whether or not we're going to go ahead and have that conversation and be there for that 30 minutes or do the comfortable thing and just go over to our house when we know she's not there. To follow Jesus in the big moments and the small ones, when he nudges us, they're always, I mean always, a choice between life and death. Every time we choose to follow Jesus, every time we choose a holy moment, it brings life. But every time we blindly miss a holy moment or willfully choose to have an unholy moment or we have a kinda holy moment, like only holy moments that we're comfortable with, those moments we're choosing death, we're rejecting life, and we're bringing curse upon us and those we love. The good news is, we are the people Jesus refers to in the gospel. We are the ones sitting in darkness and a great light has come to us. And that light is Jesus. Even if we're blind, we're still kinda in the shadow of death. Rejoice today because this great light has dawned on you. Life, blessing is calling you. The only question is, how are you gonna respond? Thank you for listening. We hope this episode nourished your soul. For more great content like this, or to experience this program in video format, go to dynamiccatholic.com.